is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Today's episode is focusing on the importance of organizational charts. And unless you're deep into HR or you are the type of personality that adores charts and graphs and flowcharts, you're probably rolling your eyes right now. And what I have to say is for every organization, it truly is crucial to have an organizational chart. So let's first start with what what it is. It is a graphic representation of how responsibilities in the organization are allocated, how activities and tasks are being performed, and the management and the direction that's been established. Believe it or not, all of that can be determined from something simple like an organizational chart. For companies and organizations that don't have one, there's confusion, there is, um, there's not clear expectations, and there's nothing to refer to to help clear up that confusion. So some of the benefits, and this is again why they are crucial elements of an organization, is they clarify the roles. They clarify the relationships of who reports to whom and where to go in the chain of command, which means that improves communication. If you have an issue, you go to your direct report. That's very clear when there's an organizational chart. It also clarifies expectations. The best organizational charts aren't those that just say, here's the title, CEO, and the person who fills that role. It also includes what that role entails, the description, the expectation. And when that is fully filled out, and clear, then everybody is on the same page. There's no confusion about, well, I didn't know I had to do that, or I didn't know that was part of my role. Or didn't you know that you were in charge of this particular area and this is what we were looking for? Those clear descriptions of the roles make it easier to manage people because it's not subjective anymore. It's very objective. Here's the clear description of your role, and here are the expectations. And in some cases, it's very cut and dry. Are you meeting those expectations? Yes or no? Are you fulfilling the duties of your role? Yes or no? It also aids in holding people accountable. Like I said, because they're objective instead of subjective, there's no getting around the fact, here's your role. And here's what we expect you to do. So therefore, do it. Um, I know I'm sounding a little harsh, and I'm obviously using the worst examples. And even in the best examples, if you don't have an organizational chart, there's still confusion. And so even in an organization that runs decently, it could run better when it's very clear about that organizational structure what's expected, and holding 
people accountable. That's, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother podcast. The other advantage to that extreme clarity of roles and expectations is hiring. Because then when it's time to hire somebody, then if it's a position that is already on the organizational chart, then it's really easy to say, here's what we're looking for. Here's the description of that role. And here's what we expect from you. And therefore, there's, there's less confusion with new hires and onboarding. Because they're already coming into an organization that they're not familiar with. So there's already that um, on their end that feeling of uncertainty and getting their, getting their feet wet and getting acclimated to the organization. An organizational chart helps them walk into the, the pool a little bit farther, a little bit quicker than if there wasn't one. Another advantage to having an organizational chart is that when you put that formal structure in your organization, it shows holes in that company. And then you have the opportunity to fill those holes and gaps. And then let's take that many steps farther. It also shows where the need is to grow. If this company wants to increase revenue, where in that organizational chart do we need to add? Or do we even need to maybe change roles? Imagine that, that this graphical representation could give you the ability to visually understand where the gaps are. And then you have a tool, an instrument, to help you fill that gap. Another benefit is because there's clarity of roles and expectations that there's also the understanding of how one advances in the organization. Let's take a company with a sales team. You might have junior sales associates and senior sales associates. Well, what's the difference? What's the difference in the, the description and the responsibilities of a junior associate versus a senior sales associate? What's expected of one versus the other? Because then for those junior level associates who want to advance, they understand what's expected of them and at that higher level, should they want to move up the ladder. It's right there in front of them on a living document, electronic or physical or both, and they don't have to wonder what it is they need to do in order to move up in rank. The other thing to know about an organizational chart is it should never be something that you task your HR director with and they make sure it's current and then you never talk about it, never look at it again until maybe a couple years go by and you scratch your head and go, you know, I wonder if we need to update if we need to update that organizational chart, it should be a living, breathing document. It should change and grow and adapt 
along with how the organization changes and grows and adapts. Because a business, a company, an organization, an association, a foundation, they are all living organisms. And just like a living organism, in order to survive, they must adapt. So the same with an organizational chart. There are also tools, now we can get into like really deeper level or nitty gritty of other ways you can use it. I mentioned a new hire, bring on a new hire and there is that acclimation that, you know, they don't know everybody yet. They don't, they don't quite have the grasp of how everything works in this new company that they're, they've just gotten hired. An organizational chart that has pictures and names and roles and locations, if it's a multi-location organization, could be a very helpful tool in acclimating and onboarding a new hire. Here's the people in this organization. Here's how they all relate. And here, this is the really big part, here is how you relate now in this organization. So if you don't have an organizational chart, get one. If you do have one, take a look at it. When was the last time it was updated? Are the roles as fully descriptive as they need to be? Are the expectations included in those descriptions? I guarantee you that if you're not keeping it current as a living, breathing thing, if you take a look at it and you add descriptions or clarify them or fill them out more, or perhaps things have changed and they need to be updated, as well as expectations, you're going to see areas where the organization can grow and be successful even more than it is now. That is the power of an organizational chart. Until next time, may you thrive.